Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 83 from the brand new Gotham Podcast Studio. Uh, you're looking at this, it's a little bit different, a little bit of a different look. We are in a new home with the Gotham Podcast Studio, and it's beautiful. Uh, loving the setup. It's just absolutely great. Dexter, Henry, and Brian Fonseca here. I was looking for my water. I misplaced it. <laughs> Got to find the water. Stay hydrated. Got to do that. A um, lot going on in the world of sports. We have a very pumped up Brian who, oh, yeah. who uh, is pumped up about one of his loves, which is violence. And uh, <laughs> he's pumped up about things that have gone on in the world of boxing. And this man, when we're, I'm going to just let him set the scene because when what happened happened. He was texting, and you know how you knew he was mad? He wasn't even trying to hide that he wasn't angry. He was texting in all caps. <laughs> all caps. Straight caps, homie. I can't even deny it. Yo, yo. Yo, like you was just trying to let everybody know how angry you were. Yo. Let, let well, me, I told you, look what I tell you, man. You got to, you got to, you know, chill with the energy. You got to bring the energy down. No, you, no, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. Look, 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 look. I understood why you're. I, I will say. Let me say this. I don't think Ryan's anger. Oh, wait, is wait. Wrong. That wasn't anger. That wasn't anger. It was disgust more. No, 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 no. What do we no. call? What do we call? That it? was celebratory. Because as I said on Twitter, sometimes you get what's coming to you. Oh well, I agree. It was That's karma. True. In some cases, not always rock with like karma in every situation. Sometimes you get what's coming to you. Yes. That's true. Sometimes. You sometimes do. you get what's coming to you, and maybe you can call that the episode. I don't know, but. Here's what happened. That For those of it. you who don't know, uh, and I assume everybody does, but you never know at this point. But let's just set the table, right? Anthony Joshua, a uh-huh. week ago, a little over a week ago, had his big fight. We weren't able to get in studio uh, until now. We've been, we've both been busy. Dexter just got back from Arkansas. Uh, I got some things in the works that I will not talk about yet, but soon. And... As that was happening, Anthony Joshua fought Andy Ruiz. He was a 25 to 1 favorite at one point against Andy Ruiz. And it was at Madison Square Garden, his debut outside of the UK, where all of his fights were previously, and his first fight in the United States. He is or was the biggest star in the heavyweight division. Uh, I believe 21 and 0 with 21 knockouts or 22 and 0 with 21 knockouts. Held three titles. Yes. Defeated Vladimir Klitschko. Um, and and a fantastic wa- fight. Right. And w- where he got knocked down and he lost, but not just lost, was dominated, destroyed, and dismantled by Andy Ruiz Jr. Andy Ruiz Jr., who was a replacement opponent because Jarrell Miller was the original opponent for Anthony Joshua. And Jarrell Miller is somebody who failed with three 
three steroids in his system, oddly enough, right before 420. And then they ended up putting Andy Ruiz, whose last fight was on 420, uh, on short notice. And he fought just six weeks after his previous fight and destroyed Anthony Joshua, knocked him down four times, stopped him in the seventh round, proved what I told Nabate when he was on our podcast for episode 35, that Anthony Joshua has a suspect chin and that he's not as good as people say he was. And he said he's more skilled than Deontay Wilder. And I said, that doesn't matter. And I think I'm wearing the same shirt in this episode that I was on that episode. <laughs> you really, does everybody hear the anger in his voice? Does no, it's, it's, it's really not anger. It's like, yo, I, it's, I've been trying. Like, I am not. Okay, I, I okay. Well, I'm, me, I, I was gonna well, lie. Me, I was gonna lie and say I'm not the "I told you so" type of guy. But nah, come on, man. Like, <laughs> look, hey, hey, look, 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 look. Ain't nothing wrong with a little I told you so. Yo. I told a lot of people about Luka Doncic, and I'm still telling y'all about Luka Doncic. Yeah. Telling, now here's the thing. I thought that Anthony Joshua could give, and I said this way back in the episode uh, when we first started this, that Anthony Joshua could give um, Deontay Wilder a run for his money. I, I didn't was, disagree with that. Wait, let me be clear also before yes. you continue. Let me be clear. The reason why I said sometimes you get what's coming to you is not because of him. It's because his team, his promoter, Eddie Hearn, have been dancing around this sort of Deontay Wilder thing for a while and have been really just delaying this fight and drawing it out. And now there is not going to be a super fight because Anthony Joshua doesn't have the other three titles. Andy Ruiz does. And I'm not so convinced that Andy, that Anthony Joshua beats him in the rematch, which, by the way, Eddie Hearn says it's going to be in the UK. Man, if I'm, if I'm Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, no, Eddie Hearn said that it's going to be in the UK. If I'm Andy Ruiz Jr., I'm telling I'm, him you ain't dictating shit. Yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> yo, I'm from California. We're doing this in the Staples Center. Or better yet, I'm Mexican. We're, we're doing this. Mexico. We're going to Azteca. Yes. That's where we're going. I, that's what he should do. Yeah. And you know how you know what I'd want to be? I'd want to be the I really didn't care about this fight before, but if it's gonna be in Azteca. I would like to be that. I'd love to feel that Mexican energy. That Word. crowd's going to be live. They've, it's crazy because of all the great Mexican fighters, but all of them have been, the biggest has probably been, the biggest in size has probably been Canelo. Yeah. Most of them, welterweights, like Julio Cesar Chavez yeah, Jr. You, I don't remember any Mexican heavyweights. Right. Like you have a lot of guys who were in lighter weight classes, but now this is the first ever Mexican heavyweight. That's why that fight, world. that fight there would be dope. He has to, he has to defend. Again, I don't care if it's against Anthony Joshua. I don't care if, if it's against Amir Mansour. I don't care if it's against Butterbean. He has to defend that title in <laughs> Mexico. Look. Let's let's also let's for the people who don't know, please look up uh Anthony Ruiz Jr. Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, excuse yeah. me. He didn't look like somebody that you think would necessarily be a, a boxer. He's kinda in that butterbean mold. Yeah. Doesn't really not look like big, he's though. not as big. But you but watch, he got some power. And you watch his videos, that dude is in shape. He trains. Yes. Like he like he he's probably I don't know this, but he may have been just one of those heavy set, really athletic dudes when yeah, he was young. But there's people like that. Or he was probably a dude that was like three thirty one time and lost a lot of weight. Maybe. And you know, it's just maintaining Here's some the level thing. of agility. The, the the Eddie Hearn making the demands about where this the possible rematch will be. There'll be a rematch. Let's just put that. There's definitely gonna be a rematch. And because the business is on his but, side with the zone and match But him like making the demands is ridiculous. Secondly, I'm not so sure, and I said this to you the night you texted me on your little rant and texted in the group chat, which for people who don't know, I'm now part of the group chat. <laughs> Finally, I've been, I've been invited into the group chat. Um, this is a boxing problem. Yes. And this yes. is what I said, was saying to you and what I have a problem with. This is a boxing problem. This is why I am further and further becoming disinterested in the sport. I don't care about as many fights. You told me about the fight. I was like, meh. 
Don't care. Yo, I was Didn't mad. Care to watch. I ha- yeah, I was mad about the fight. And, and I now, credential. Now, to some, let me get, address Brian's point. Brian's point of this is, this is what you get. This is what happens. This is how karma bites you in the ass when you consistently duck the fights that people want to see. Backslash we, Anthony Josh was overrated, and I told you so. We've seen this. I'm not going that far, but when you get knocked down four times, you get stopped in the seventh round by a dude. That by overrated, by overrated, I literally mean he wasn't the best heavyweight in the world. He's probably third best at best. There's but, a lot, of but people, I also said that Luis Ortiz would beat him, so probably fourth. There's a lot of people I'd like to know how they feel about this. One, Jarrell Miller and his failed drug test and not being able to oh, get up boy. there. Two. Deontay Wilder, how he also feels well, about he, that. He's he's already been saying like, well, it's funny because him and Tyson Fury, who is the other best heavyweight in the world, along with Deontay Wilder, uh, who actually fought Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. See, that's another thing about this. People could say, oh, but Deontay Wilder was the one ducking, and it's like. No, he wasn't because I was there. At no, the press Deontay Wilder many times has said like, let's get this done. I was I'm willing there. To do this I was there at the press conference when. I think it was early 2018 when Lou DiBella had, I forget who the gentleman's name was, but he pulled up an email of, uh, from Eddie Hearn talking about wanting to like just wait a little longer about the fight. You know what I'm saying? This is before Deontay Wilder came out and offered $50 million. Why hasn't anybody learned? History is the way we learn. It's the best teacher. Why hasn't anybody learned? Look at what happened with Mayweather and Pacquiao. Look oh. how late and disinteresting that fight became when it happened. You have two fighters in their prime at the top of the game, one where Joshua was holding three titles, was now, and Deontay Wilder is holding another. And this is the fight everybody wants to see. The heavyweight division has been dead for quite some time. I think it's been coming back to life a little bit with some of the fighters. Thanks However, to Deontay Wilder. Wilder. And, I mean, and now you honestly, have you got a United States dude, and you got a dude from across the pond. And you have Tyson and the, Fury, and, who's very interesting. And they, want, and they want to fight, and everybody knows this should be the fight, and you guys are dragging it out. Let me, let me explain to people, and this is, I think, old school thinking around boxing. Dragging fights out across stuff it doesn't help build any more of the interest. Right. Not when fighters are already established. Joshua, I'm not saying he's an extreme household name. Wilder has starting to become established that people know who he is. If you start hyping it up, is this going to be the best heavyweight fight in a while? You can do it and get it done. Yeah. People will come and watch it, especially in the age of social media. But some of these dudes promoting act like that doesn't exist. This is a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's a stain on boxing. It's a reason for people like me to further say, you know what? I don't care. I don't want to watch anymore. Don't sell me on Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua in 2021. Let me tell you who doesn't give a damn. This guy. And a lot don't of other care. people. And a lot of other don't people. Care. I don't either. And here's the thing. Now, sure, if Anthony Joshua wins in the rematch against Andy Ruiz, then he has the titles. But still, the rematch has still lost a little bit of his steam. And here's the thing with Tyson Fury is that he came back and he told Joe Rogan this when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Excuse me. Uh, What he basically said was to do business with Deontay Wilder, it was one of the easiest fights to set up in his career. He just shot him a message. He was like, yo, let's do this. And then before you know it, boom, December 2018, they're in, uh, I believe it was the MGM Grand, and they have a great, a great fight. Like, not just a good fight, a great fight. And, you know, I thought Tyson Fury edged out Deontay Wilder, but. Damage matters, and he had those two knockdowns. One of them could be argued. Some people have tried to argue that he was actually down for the 10 count, right? So that's been happening. Uh, whatever. It was a draw. I'm actually fine with the draw now that I think about it because of Deontay Wilder's two knockdowns and of Tyson Fury sort of outboxing him and being skillful. I was fine but with that. But those two guys fought each other. Had a good, great fight. And how does that make, from a business standpoint, how does that make Anthony Joshua and his side look when Tyson Fury, who was on drugs— 
or as Stephen A would say, he was on crack, right? And he's out of boxing for a while, for th- about three years. He comes back. He's hu- He went up to 400 pounds when he was in retirement. He was the world heavyweight champion because he outpointed Vladimir Klitschko, won three world heavyweight titles, and then was like, eh, I'm good. And then was addicted to drugs, and he was really messed up, was 400 pounds. And then he said, you know what? I want to come back. I'm going to be the heavyweight champion of the world again. And he came back in June of 2018. He came back. He won two fights and then challenged Deontay Wilder. Deontay's like, Psh, all right, let's do it. And then they have the fight. And then Anthony Joshua is just off to the side fighting Alexander Povetkin. And in this case, not fighting because he didn't have a fight from September all the way until June 1st when he lost to Andy Ruiz Jr. Here's a, a pro- replacement opponent. Here's a problem. None of this stuff. You know why this none of this stuff changes? Because people did the same thing when it was Mayweather versus Pacquiao, and he sold it as a pay-per-view fight. You know what they still did? They still bought the fight. We say this all the time about the fans not realizing the power that they have. This is a little different. This no, is, this is a this is a no, little different. Don't buy the Joshua Wilder fight when it comes oh, out. No, I agree. I agree. Don't buy it. I agree. But what I'm saying is this is a little different because Mayweather and Pacquiao were bigger names. So this is actually not not a better situation either. Right? No. Because this is not a better not. situation either because keep in mind that, yes, that rematch lost a little bit of its luster, but people started coming back around even though Juan Manuel Marquez knocked out Manny Pacquiao. Here's the thing. He didn't get dominated the way Anthony Joshua no, did. he did not. <laughs> my, my, my only point is that the fight should have happened way before that so that the Juan Manuel Marquez fight – where Pacquiao got knocked out and put to sleep should shouldn't even have happened because there's a long time should have Agreed, been a Mayweather yeah. Pacquiao fight. When you're wasting the time of the public, the the fans who watch this know where the best fighters are. They know who the number one contender is. They know all this stuff, and you're insulting the intelligence of fans and selling them these BS fights for what? But people still watch. Yeah, stop watching. Well, not, but here's the thing: not as much as not the, not as much as before. No, they're not. But not enough to stop dissuading them from doing this. I if, feel, you, yeah. if you if people aren't showing up and saying, I, "Don't show up, man." Let me say stop, this: stop showing up for 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 le- B level fights. Let me stop. G- let me give Deontay Wilder a little bit more credit too, because here's what he did about approximately 24 hours before Anthony Joshua uh, announced that uh, before Anthony Joshua actually fought. Deontay Wilder made an announcement. He made an announcement that he's going to rematch Luis Ortiz in what was maybe the fight of the year in 2018. That wasn't a really good fight. That was a really good fight. Ortiz was way better than I thought. And Ortiz Ortiz is older, but he's really, really good. I've said that. I think he'll knock out Anthony Joshua if they fought. And I said that before Anthony Joshua was getting knocked around the ring by Andy Ruiz Jr. four times again. Well, here's what I want to know. Go ahead. And then the here's what Deontay Wilder says. He's going to rematch Luis Ortiz probably in the fall. So hopefully they bring that back to Barclays Center. Uh, But if not, because they already did it at Barclays Center somewhere else, maybe we'll see it in September, right? And then he'll fight Tyson Fury again. So he wants to rematch both guys. Why? Because there's controversy surrounding both fights. First of all, the the fight with Luis Ortiz is a great fight. Give that to me again as a boxing fan and as a boxing reporter. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Wilder's recovery in that fight. Wilder, exactly. Wilder was basically out on his feet and somehow did not drop. You know what I mean? And then came back and had an amazing knockout. It was a fantastic fight. And I don't mind them doing it again. No, I don't. Uh, I I, I don't mind it. Especially given. Also, who's he going to fight? Right, exactly. Who (laughs) else is he? He's not going to fight Anthony Joshua now. The only other logical thing would be Andy Ruiz. But I actually do think Andy Ruiz should get a different title defense first. Don't jump into the unification right away because I. I want him to defend that title in Mexico selfishly, or at least at the Staples Center, and uh, fight a good challenger. Um, it's interesting how I feel about that. 
I kind of agree with you in the fact that, yeah, he should probably defend his title against somebody. You know why? Because Anthony Joshua and his team don't deserve it. Right. They don't deserve the immediate shot. And I would normally give people the immediate shot of doing it, no, yeah. but it's because but, of but the, the fact way that they he lost. Around. Right. Well, not even the way he lost. He got, he absolutely got Oh, but the way dominated. he danced. Yeah. The way he danced around it. What, I think the, the real point of what you're trying to make in all of this here is Deontay Wilder has shown to be a dude who wants fights. People to forget. Fight actually people who can be either a challenge to him yes. or not. What, no matter what you felt about Anthony Joshua, and I'd love to ask Nabate this. I'm going to have to text him and ask him this. Or anybody else that comes up. How are you looking at Anthony Joshua now? Not only that he got knocked down four times and the fight had to be stopped in the seventh round, but the fact that He's ducking around and looking like a little punk. Yeah, I said it. He's looking like a little punk. He's avoiding fights where you are showing the contrast where Deontay Wilder isn't yeah. doing this. Or at least if it's not him, it's his team. But somebody, but so, yo, somebody's yo, there. Man. Yo, yeah. look, look, man. Anthony Joshua makes a lot of money for that team. He's helping a lot of people eat on that team. He can tell him, shut up. I want this fight. Let's yeah. get it done. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree be, with yeah, that. He's a, grown, he's a grown-ass man. I don't disagree let's, with that. Let's, let's, let's be real. And with Deontay Wilder, it's interesting because like, I like to bring this up. He was going to fight Alexander Povetkin, who this was before yep. before he failed that steroid test and fought Anthony Joshua subsequently. Uh, he was he was seen as the boogeyman in the heavyweight division. His only loss was to Klitschko, and people thought that he was going to be a real test for Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder flew out to Russia and was going to fight him in Russia, defend his title against the other dude in his home country. And what happened? Alexander Povetkin failed a steroid test, one that increases your stamina, which is obviously very, very, very important in the heavyweight Mm -hmm. division, but very important in sports in general. Deontay Wilder posted a video on Twitter. I'll never forget this. I believe he was crying, uh, you know, because he was upset about that because he did all that work in training camp, probably eight weeks, uh, maybe even 10, and flew over to Russia, was in Russia, and this was like two days, three days before the fight, and then had to fly back. And then that's when he fought Chris Ariola. But people want to say that all he does is fight bums. And he's tried to fight these guys. He I, fought yeah, Luis Ortiz. Just, Nobody wants to fight Luis Ortiz. Ortiz. And I people saw, don't want to fight we, Luis we Ortiz. We saw why people didn't want to fight Luis Ortiz. Right, he almost well, beat Deontay what, Wilder. Look, whether it's Deontay Wilder himself, or Deontay Wilder's team, or Anthony Joshua himself, or Anthony Joshua's team, the difference I learned between Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua is their blood don't pump the same. Yeah. Their blood does not pump the L- same. L- by the way, that 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 that, that little Ortiz loss of Deontay Wilder is still the only loss on this record. <laughs> yeah. It's still the only loss of Luis you know Ortiz's what? record. You know what? What you got more respect for, the Luis Ortiz loss or the Anthony Joshua loss? Right. Mm. Right. Because he... Listen. Listen. You know what? If you want to give me Joshua versus Ortiz next, if Deontay Wilder des- decided to fight Andy Ruiz, not that that's going to happen... Or if they want to do the rematch with Tyson Fury sooner, because Tyson Fury does have a fight coming up. But here's the thing: why should why shouldn't Deontay Wilder fight Andy Ruiz? Why I didn't even think about this. Before. I didn't think about this before. Why should he not? Why not? Oh no, no, no! I'm saying if I'm Andy Ruiz, I probably want to get in a defense in because you're not fighting Deontay Wilder in Mexico. I probably want to do something where I'm defending the title in Mexico or in California or somewhere in my hometown first. But you know what? You right? know what I, you but know, if I'm Deontay Wilder, no, nah, I want to unify now. You know I'm what? waiting for this for mad long. You know nah, what? I agree. Yeah, he wants to unify. I'm fine with Andy Ruiz getting the title defense yeah. and then fighting Deontay Wilder. I don't know maybe, what the plans are. The pl- maybe in the a- fall? Apparently, like, I'm sure. But Late here's the winter. thing. I'm also sure Anthony Joshua had a rematch clause, right? So that's probably the next move. So Andy Ruiz is going to have to beat Anthony Joshua again. I mean, Andy Ruiz. And I, th- and I think he could because that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Like, <laughs> if, if that happens again. Can't nobody talk about Anthony Joshua anymore. You got to take that and go to the dark corners or wherever you was with that. Look, Look I, I, I like to I, say it all the time with Twitter, I don't care about followers. I care about resumes. And when I compare Deontay Wilder's resume and Anthony Joshua's resume, I'm sorry. Deontay Wilder's got the more impressive victories. 
I'm sorry, he does. He beat uh, Anthony Joshua beat Vladimir Klitschko when he was 40 plus, and Nabate was up here saying that oh Vladimir Klitschko knocked him down. And I was like, he's 40 plus, and he's not as strong as Deontay Wilder, who has the best punching power we've seen since Mike Tyson. He almost killed the Dominic Brazil, and according to his words, he tried to. Now, if that landed on Anthony Joshua, God forbid what would have happened. <laughs> well, right? yeah, well, if, if if your logic is basically seeing what Andy Ruiz did to him, and then you have to wonder what Deontay That's Wilder did to exactly. him. Exactly. Then yes, I, there's yes, not going to be four that. knockdowns. It's going to be one. All right. <laughs> uh, like if it was, if it was, if do do you give do you give Anthony your boy Anthony Joshua? Do you give him any hope to rebound from this, win uh, against Andy Ruiz, and get his name back into the ranks of people saying, well, one, he would recapture those belts, but also coming back to say, like, has the luster between him even put, let's say, okay, let me bring this back. Let's say he fights, has a rematch with Ruiz. Yeah. Gets that. And now the talk starts to come up again about Wilder versus Ruiz. And I'm actually going to try to be reasonable here and say that this could happen in early 2020. Do you care? Care about which? The fight happening. Joshua versus Ruiz? No, not Joshua. I'm saying Joshua fights Ruiz. Oh. He beats Ruiz. He oh. reclaims Do his I care about titles. Wilder versus Joshua? Do you care about Wilder versus Joshua? Do you care if that can happen? And if it happens in a reasonable time by reasonable, I'm saying early 2020. I still don't think it will happen because boxing's corny, but can it happen in early? If Would you care? I care because I think that Deontay Wilder is going to knock him out. And I just want that to be validated. But here's the thing. I'm not so convinced that he beats Andy Ruiz in the rematch. Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand Anthony Joshua is going to be, you know, he'll be more well prepared and all that stuff. People were posting the videos. Like, people were saying that he might have had a panic attack before Anthony Joshua since denied it. Before the video, he looked very ominous. He wasn't warmed up or whatever. Do I think he's going to take better care of himself this time around? Sure. But here's the thing. Once you get knocked out, that chin goes, baby. That chin, that chin is suspect. And that chin was suspect before because he got knocked down by Vladimir Klitschko. He got stunned by Dylan White multiple times. He got stunned by Alexander Povetkin before he got knocked yeah, down. Right. He didn't even beat Joseph Parker by the by the amount that the judges you even said. And then he gets knocked down four times by Andy Ruiz. And at the corner, he's standing there on the corner like this. And one of the best officials in the game uh, was over at him. And was like, yo, you're going to come in? And then Josh was like, yeah, he's not really moving. And he looks dazed. And he's like, yo, I'm just stopping this fight. Michael Griffin. I think that was his name. He was one of the best officials in boxing. I don't know why his name is escaping me right now. I think it's because he grew a beard. I I will have to agree with Brian. Andy, excuse me, Andy. Anthony Joshua and his team basically had this coming from him. They talked a lot. They've appeared to have ducked a lot. They've appeared to have ducked a lot. And this is what happens when you're ducking. And now I kind of, now I'll be honest. I'm kind of rooting the way you're rooting, which is, I hope, you know what I hope he does? I hope he gets those belts back, and then I hope Deontay Wilder comes and takes him away. I don't know if I hope, look, whatever happens, cool. I just don't, like, if Anthony Josh was beating Andy Ruiz in this rematch, which uh, I'm not betting on that. But if he does. What if he beats him badly in a rematch? What if Anthony Joshua wins and looks dominant? Does that change your opinion? No, because Deontay Wilder is going to touch him one time, and it's going to hurt really badly. (laughs) Like, like, listen, I know people want to say like, oh, he's not, he, he hasn't been boxing for as long as some of these other guys. One and a half years after starting boxing, he won an Olympic bronze medal, which means he's boxing 12, 12-ish years. So he's still learning about a lot of things and he's gotten a lot better. But at the same time, Tyson Fury exposed some things in this game, some holes in this game, but that's Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is different. Right. Tyson Fury is the best moving target out of all the heavyweights than anybody else like people want to talk about anthony joshua's boxing ability and i was never i was never like i mean 
He's not. He can't move the way Tyson Fury does, and he doesn't hit the way Deontay Wilder does. He's a balance of both. But when you're a balance of both, that means you're not great at either. It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via TeePublic. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting TeePublic online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash pub backslash lic backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. The heavyweight match of the NBA, you'll say, uh, has been going on. And NBA Finals, we are, at the time we were recording this, uh, and we will be going into Game 5. And I think this series... We're, we're dropping this the morning of Game morning 5. morning of Game 5. You yeah. will hear this. This series... Will be over Probably <laughs> is... Is Kawhi Leonard Finals MVP? Well, yeah, well right? hold on. Let me, I want to get to that in a second. No, it's over. What hold are you, on. What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> hold on. First of all, I don't like when people were like trying to figure out who the Finals MVP was before Game 3. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, no, nah, it's 1-1. Like, like, but now, now uh, Golden State could win on the road. But we'll see. Here's the thing. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a friend, and we happen to be on the same page as this. Maybe the finals is, hasn't shouldn't be that surprising. It's 3-1 Raptors. Shouldn't be as surprising for some people right now. The Raptors have depth. They're a good team. They're really good defensively. I've been lauding them for the beginning of the series. I picked them to go to the finals from, from the jump. I liked them. I thought they were the best team in the East all season long. I don't care what anybody said about Milwaukee. I always thought they were better. They're deeper. Golden State just doesn't have the depth right now. This is not really – it's not really an indictment on Golden State or they've played really poorly. It's just more of they just don't have the bodies. Is that because of Kevin Durant's absence though? Hell yeah. What are they getting out – have you looked at the numbers of what they're getting yeah, out of yeah. the front that's, court? That's what – no, I'm just asking because I'm like uh, Kevin Durant is would change the series. I also want to – But I also think Toronto – I thought Toronto – I. I, I still think it would go seven. Right. I'm not saying, but I had Toronto in seven. But I don't think even we, with Kevin Durant. I think it would probably be two two now if Kevin Durant was here. At least. What what I'm here's and I also want to say one thing to people. People need to leave Steph Curry alone. Steph Curry's shown up in the series. Hmm. Steph Curry's been good. His performance in game three, even when they lost, was masterful, scoring forty seven points. Did you see the lineup was he had no clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, were no yeah. shooters out there. I was impressed that he was getting off shots. But I do understand people that get on him though. I don't want to hear that Steph Curry didn't show up in the finals. But I, they he don't sh- really, or he didn't win the finals MVP. They, his his finals numbers are actually largely better than most people would They're think. They're really good. But here's but his but, numbers period he doesn't get the credit that he does. I, Steph Curry current time sometimes doesn't get the credit. But then there's the other side that they want to make excuses for him every time he does. Doesn't perform, which I also understand that side of the equation too. But it's because I told you uh, my theory on Steph Curry is because he's light skinned Light skinned brother's not in style now. That's no, it. no, I'm saying he's light skinned so people, for some reason, don't criticize him as hard. Oh, okay, I see. I can see. That. Right. Okay. For some reason. Well, light skinned brothers are back in style. You're closer to that complexion, so you would know. I'm not, but I'm Hispanic though. You're closer to that complexion. <laughs> I'm not American light skin. There's different, there's different levels of light skin. I'm just saying, you're closer to me. Anyway, <laughs> there's different levels of light skin, man. No, but like this. That was all, that was all pretty much joking, by the way. It was just in case, just in case people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. What? Whatever, but people, but people there, colorism does exist. I'm not trying to not say right, that, but people do. People do love Steph Curry in that way, where you know 
the criticisms, like people, people have an issue with this criticism on both sides. Where some people think that he gets too much, and some people does think that he doesn't get enough. I don't think he gets enough credit for sometimes his what he does on the court as a basketball player. I think this guy runs his off the ball skills, the way he runs around and still stops and gets shots and pops on the dime, is able to shoot, is fantastic. He'll dribble. I watched a play in Game Four where he dribbled to the middle of the paint, gave it up, went around a, a back pin down, came up to the top and hit a thirty footer. And you're like, yo, he's ridiculous, dude is ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, he's been fine in the series. He's not part of the problem. They have gotten nothing out of their front court. They mm. are mixing and matching who they can play as center. Their best center to the playoffs, Kevon Looney, just came back in game four. Hasn't really been a factor. DeMarcus Cousins, I can't kill him. What could you have expected out of him? I, he's see, out of shape. That's the thing. It's like, it sucks because I really wish, <clears throat> excuse me again, uh, I really wish that we had Kevin Durant versus Kawhi Leonard. Me too. I, before free agency and people, because, you know, my people don't care about People don't care about games as much as they care about like the ideas and fantasies of this person could go to the Knicks and this person go to the Nets and this person go to the Clippers. Yo, what? You know, I, I, I hold that because I want to touch on that in a minute and how yeah. crazy the last couple of weeks are getting. Some of y'all need to calm down out yeah, there. Yeah, like some it, of y'all need. To, we're we're going to touch on that in one but second. I, I, like, not that that isn't legitimate. Like, those are legitimate things people are excited about. But I'm like, yo, can we just enjoy we can't the enjoy, finals? We can't first? enjoy. People can't enjoy. And that. I wanted to see Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard because perhaps. Kevin Durant being healthy takes us away from that a little bit. And also, is the championship going to be tainted if and when Toronto wins and Kevin Durant is not there? No. Yeah, I mean, you know. No. I could see, But if you uh, said. No, 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 no. But here's the you thing. You play if, who's there. Right. But it doesn't take anything away from Toronto's a good team. But I, I understand that. And that's, gonna, that's not going to be a, a discredit to Kawhi Leonard because he's been outstanding. But I do, like, I do understand people. Who would say, "Oh, they didn't do it if if they wouldn't do it if Kevin Durant was there?" We will never know because I don't know That's if they're going to play. And, I don't know if they're going to play in the finals and, again if, Ke- if, for example, Kawhi Leonard goes to the Clippers and Kevin Durant goes to New York. Maybe, I don't know. maybe, but that's why I don't discuss it. You could talk about a lot of ifs and whens and blah blah blah. And I, I could be like, "Well, man, if John Starks can go two for eighteen in Game Six and ninety four, next we have a championship." That's but, another thing too. History, but he did. History kind of doesn't uh, weigh that. Into, into you know why? Because nobody cares. You don't go back. You back. Oh, the Rockets won the championship in '94. If the Raptors win the championship this year, this is all that matters. Nobody's gonna go back and look at that because it doesn't matter. Yeah, the teams play who they played against them. It, you don't get an asterisk. Uh, Kawhi Leonard won't get an asterisk next to a Finals MVP if it happens. It's not gonna happen. Man. What also matters is how likable the person is, and Kawhi for whatever reason is just very likable and i'm not trying to imply that he shouldn't be i'm just like you know people just really really like the dude even though he doesn't give us much reason to like or dislike him outside of his game right he just plays good basketball he's dope he doesn't waste a lot of energy he barely shows any emotion right he's one of my favorite players to watch if you he's make him the best un- two-way player in the league yeah if you make him an unlikable dude though the history probably remembers it a little bit differently whatever y'all so. could be mad but he still got his ring yeah, so, whatever. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a two-time Finals MVP. Look, in all the, likelihood. look, the Warriors. Uh, the, look, and this is before we're gonna see Game Five. Could they win Game Five if KD comes back? Although it looks unlikely. Yes, I think if they won Game Five, I think they would push a Game Seven. But I do not. I'm telling you, the way Canada is all behind these Raptors, the crowds in Toronto have been. I'm just. I'm hearing it from people who are there, but people on TV sounds fantastic. I kind of always thought the people out of Jurassic Park thing was corny, but I do kind of like the fact that there are all these Jurassic Parks all over Canada. It's dope on TV, and, man. And there people are out there, all these Canadians. And then Canada there. just does everything better than us. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, not everything, but you know, healthcare, <laughs> politics. Well, that yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> that. 
Um, They're well, nicer. Oh, the mayor of Toronto was like, wasn't he like smoking crack or something at one point? I mean, so, Rob yeah, Ford. Yo, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say sometimes you got to smoke crack. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Like, oh, sometimes. I'm like, where are you going with this? No, I'm not saying that. Um, look, look, man, this this has been a – I think the games have been entertaining, although they've been some pull, pull aways in some of these games. I thought, I thought the Warriors really were going to win game four. Um, but if you really look at the depth, they just don't have enough depth. You have guys – who are now in pressure situations in the finals? Alfonso McKinney, uh, Quinn Cook, Fred Van Vliet. Well, I mean, Fred, oh, 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 on, for, on, for, on the for Warriors, uh, that, that, Jordan Bell, Bell that haven't really been in pressure yeah, these press situations. That's why I said his name. He's it's not. A, it's a lot to ask these guys. Curry and Thompson have showed up, but then what else have they got beside that? Yeah, Draymond yeah. Green is going to give you his 10, 10, and ten, but he's not really mm. somebody to give you twenty more, points. More like seven, eight, and five sometimes. So he's not going <laughs> to give you that. That he's been he's been good as a distributor and pushing the ball on the pace. But they're getting nothing. But he's not your alpha. They're getting He's nothing. your alpha dog personality, but they're he's not, not your alpha player. They're not getting anything from the 4-5 or five spot at all whatsoever. Winning consistency. They're playing Jonas Jerebko out there. Look at The fact that they're even in these games is a testament to the championship medal and how good they're playing. Look, this could be 4-1. I think if the, if the, if the Warriors win game five, I do think it's going to go seven. But I do don't uh, unless Durant comes back. I don't think they have enough to win a game seven. We got to close this out and get to your uh, your uh, thoughts on the off season stuff soon. But first, uh, are you ready for championship parade, Drizzy? No. Yeah, it's gonna be terrible. He's gonna be up not. Yeah, I'm already not that big of a Drake fan as listeners. Yo, may but know. you know, you know, a song is coming too, right? Which you, one? You know, he's gonna drop a song when the Raptors win. Oh, <laughs> you know Drake's gonna rap, drop. Oh, well, of new course, song. of course. You know course Drake's gonna drop a he new song. Dro- apparently, he just dropped a song called "No Guidance" with Chris Brown, and people are gonna say that that's a song of the summer, regardless of how it sounds. I, I actually have not it. heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet. Apparently, it just came out as we're recording this podcast, uh, according to the Twitter streets. But he's gonna be insufferable. Oh my! God. But I do like his. I I have I have enjoyed his finals trolling. I do like him. I don't blame him. Here's let me let me a couple things because people had this. There was this whole thing about oh should Drake calm down and all this stuff. Look, man. Look, he when he's rubbing Nick Nurse's shoulders. Did I? I don't. I don't. You know, I don't have a problem with it. I'm a Knicks fan who watched Spike Lee do the, all this stuff all this time. So I have zero problem with Drake being hyped and into games and barking with the players. I think it's great. Draymond Green talking to him, he's talking Draymond Green trash. It's funny. It's, first of all, none of these dudes is taking it that seriously. Nobody's taking it that seriously. Only some of the other people are. It's funny. It's good for the sport. He will be insufferable, though, when they win. But here's the thing, man. If the Knicks win a championship, I'm going to be insufferable. <laughs> like, but you're not Drake, though. Like, you're not going to be. That's my point. You're not going to be insufferable on a national level. No, right. So nobody's, but you don't have to. I mean, unless, unless you're, you know, you're doing a a live shot for AccuWeather and you have a, you have a a Kevin Durant or a. That's not going to fly well with my employer. (laughs) Y'all wear orange. Why not? We don't wear blue. So? That's not going to Get the all orange Iman Shumpert edition Nick jersey. I saw Iman Shumpert edition because he's the first one that wore it. Yeah. That uh, leaked. No. Yeah. I'm not, not, no. They need to bring back those orange They jerseys. do. That's a, whole nuts, that's a whole other story for another day, even though they're 0-7 and done. Off-season rumors. Um, How do you feel? People need to calm down. Yeah. Everybody needs to calm down. Yeah. Like, like we, are literally, we are literally at the point where, you know what shouldn't be reported anymore? You know what I'd like to just be done away with? Could we please stop reporting? If, all right, let me say this. If it's not post-NBA draft, 
I don't want to hear anything about this person has an interest. In I don't this think team. the players know where they want to go yet. I don't want to hear. Can we stop reporting interest? This person's interested in having a meeting with this team. Well, yeah, of course they're interested. I'm interested in having a meeting with anybody who might pay me some more money. Yeah. Like, I don't like to me. To me, it's, it's not even news. But to, yeah, that's the thing. It's not really news, and to me, none of it really matters yet. As you sort of alluded to, that's right? what I'm saying. That's the timing of it. I was like, I th- like you're all- reporting on May 31st or June 2nd or June 5th or whatever date it is, early in June. That this person's yeah, interested. Like, this we're, team, we're seeing, we're seeing that. The okay, cl- we're seeing that the Clippers and you know the Clippers have all this cash base and they want to meet with all these players and then there's stuff with the Knicks and Nets. Oh, they, oh, the Knicks are interested that, in Kawhi Leonard. Uh, they should be. Thanks for telling me that. Right, and then the and then the the the, the Lakers and they they potentially want to get a meeting with this person and yeah, I'm like I. Like, I'm good on all that stuff, and I think more people – but I know people – for people – remember, sports is their escape. It's fun to talk about. They don't like their real-life situations that much. No offense. And then they, you know, spend all day on sort of social media talking about these things. And I get it because it entertains them, and it entertains a lot of people to fantasize why? about these things. Why? But it's a lot of why energy. Do you, why it's do a, you guys find an interest entertaining? It's, but it's not even that. It's just to me it's a lot of energy being wasted where it's like people – like, I recently just started – I recently had a day where I tweeted about the Nets again, and I was doing it for a bulk of the day. And then people were like, welcome me back to Nets Twitter because I've been busy. And I'm like, yo, it, like I'm just doing other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, yo. Wake me up when there are meetings. You know right. what? You know, right now, I'm going to enjoy game five of the NBA Finals. Yeah. I will then continue to enjoy if there are any more games in NBA Finals. I then will enjoy the draft. After the draft, I then will enjoy when meetings are actually reported and deals are actually being signed about free agency. Y'all can miss me with the interest. If you're a fan, even if you're a fan of these teams with cap space, whether you're a Knicks fan, whether you're a Laker fan, a Nets fan, yeah. whatever fan you are, and if you're really getting excited about interest right now, you need to align yeah. your interest someplace else. Yeah. Because it's we're talking about I sound like Alan Iverson. We're talking about interest. <laughs> Like, we're talking about interest, y'all. We're not talking about meetings. We're not talking about people signing on the dotted line. We're talking about interest. Right. And it doesn't, like, it literally does not matter yet. It's, it, we're, we're three weeks away from, like, free agency. Yeah. Have you ever, you know, you know, you know what's happening? Now, know? now, yes, people have talked and look, there's a lot of things that are going on in conference or whatever, but I'm saying, like, in terms of news and the news stream, this doesn't matter yet. You know what? You know what happens a lot of times. How many times have you ever been like, "Oh, y'all be interested in that," and then two weeks later it changes? Yeah, interest could change, bro. I so change my mind. I-, I change my mind all the time. I, I like to reference this a couple, a few years ago when Kevin Durant made his decision to Golden State. Uh, what was being reported three weeks out? Interest that he might t- be interested in going to the Celtics, right? Uh, there were interest you got meetings in all other kinds of teams, probably the Knicks. Yeah, I don't even remember. Like, I don't even remember, but it wasn't Golden State. Yo, the fact that in that news, was later in, in news cycles, we get so excited about the word interest that these teams might be interested. Like, yo, somebody reported like after the season's done, like, hey, Kevin Durant or whoever has a scheduled meeting with. Okay, now you got my attention because we're talking about scheduled meetings, Dog. things that are actually going to happen. Yeah. Somebody being interested in something right now. I could be interested in drinking water out of this mug right now, and I could be like, you know what? Nah. I'm good because interest change can change real quick. So yeah. if you're getting excited about interest or think this person's interested in you, also this is where fans bother, get me bugged on this too. 
Please remember who's putting out leaking information and controlling information. This sometimes comes from players, sometimes comes from agents to maybe drive up the price Some fans to make it a Some, more competitive market. Some fans aren't This savvy is how enough, business yeah. works. Yeah. It's sometimes you got to listen to all the stuff. So somebody says, hey, we're interested in this team. It might be to get another team to give them more, not even necessarily in money, but maybe more control. Different things that can happen down the road. This is what they're trying to do. So teams are playing each other against each other. Don't buy all the hype yeah yeah Excuse it's, me, just, it's just interest and sometimes enjoy the moment yeah because you know what all you guys are getting excited about you to bring it back full circle you know sometimes you get what's coming to you and all that hype you're getting that's building up is just to be let down and disappointed right look people just like the thought of having sex rather than having sex sometimes and it's the weirdest thing to me yeah i don't understand <laughs> i don't understand those people like you like the thought of pleasure but not being pleasure right like i'm interested in a million dollars but guess who's not getting a million dollars yet me you know what i'm saying but you might yeah maybe but when you sit down and have a meeting to have a million dollars that's when you get that's when it matters that's when it matters like you could be interested in something all you want you could be interested in 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 i don't know you could be interested in whatever it is it, it could be a woman. It could be. It could be. It's the, 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 <laughs> I was gonna name a name, but the, never mind. The, 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 report, the reporting around it. The reporting, <laughs> I was gonna tell him myself. The, nope, yeah. not doing it. The reporting. The reporting around it is just like, yo, man. Like I'm looking at this stuff on Twitter, and I'm like, what are, what are some of y'all getting excited about? Or and they're making declarations that certain things are going to happen. Like the fact that this is news, and we have discussions, and people could tweet this out, and then it becomes talked on. We like we're actually talking about it from a very different way that other people are talking about it, which is just like, oh, well, now this report has come out. This person's interested in this team. What does that mean? See, it doesn't mean anything, right? Exactly, it means nothing. It could now. Here's where it gets to news. They're having a meeting at certain place or that, at this um, time or news. at the day. You know what that I mean? Means there's potential to sign. Now right, I'm excited. Right, right. Like oh, like when I see draft workouts uh, or draft reports or whatever that Jared Culver is meeting with the Knicks on Saturday, or whatever. R.J. Barrett's meeting with the Knicks on Sunday. This person's meeting with the and Houston Rockets. It's funny in terms of draft that doesn't even excite me because that team's just doing due diligence. That right. doesn't even excite me. Right. But when I'm seeing stuff like that, I'm like, okay, that's actually something. That means they're actually meeting with them. Now, free agency, it's more newsy because obviously. Obviously, you know, not potential every, to you're sign. not going to meet with every team. You're taking three, five meetings if you're Kevin Durant. You're taking three, five meetings if that, if you're Kawhi Leonard. And nobody knows what he's into other than basketball, right? But when, they, when they're having meetings, that's when it's news. But other than that, like I understand people – look, and this is not a knock on the reporters either because people are just doing their jobs because they see that this is news. So they're putting it out as news and people are, you know, gravitating toward – towards it as if it's news but it's not really news at the end of the day and that's why a bunch of us don't really get worked up about it i'm not worked up about it i'm just worked up about it. i don't understand why y'all care so much yeah like, I, like i've had I, i've had stuff i don't understand i've had stuff that i didn't report because i'm like that's not really news and know. then i've seen it gone out there and i'm like oh i don't I, I don't understand i like it doesn't doesn't matter to me but you know what like you said they're the same people that probably, you know, like the idea of sex more than having sex. Right. All right. Um, let's do numbers. On that note, we are uh, doing episodes. I'm interested in these numbers. <laughs> I'm so interested. 83, our first one in the new Gotham Podcast studio at about Midtown Manhattan. Uh, we did 35 in the first location. We did, if my math you, is correct. Why do you have the breakdown? We did 47 in the previous Gotham Podcast studio location. This is our 48th with GPS. So... Uh, Shout out to the partnership. We yes. got for an 83, Andre Reed, Wes Welker, Mark Clayton, Vincent Jackson, Willie Galt, Heath Miller. Oh, I thought I spelled him Health Miller. That would have been really funny. 
Algie Crumpler. Wow. Lee Evans, Dion Branch, and Harry Douglas. A lot of wide receivers that I like some tight ends also. There's one. There's, I mean, for me, there's one person that stands out because I actually did like him growing up. Andre Reid, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to go Mark Clayton for some reason. Nah, Andre Reid. I liked Andre Reid. Yeah, I liked him for his bills. He was a good receiver, man. I liked the uh, – don't really care for uh, Wes Welker much. Oh, what a shock. Um <laughs> I respect the game though, but like, don't really care for yeah, him. Yeah, like he's a short guy. Don't uh, you be rocking with him? I think, like I, him actually think, I actually think Edelman is more talented, but anyway. Uh, Mark Clayton. Uh, I like, I like, so I like Algie Crumpler back in the day. I um, did too. Also, like Lee Evans, even though he used to kill me in Madden, also, Bills. It's got to be a video. Dion, you want to talk about people that kill me in Madden? Dion Branch. Dion Branch, the man, because they had him before the Revis days. Um, Harry Douglas was good, slot receiver for the. For Atlanta back in the day, but I don't have a strong opinion on this one, one way or another. So I'm rolling with Andre. Andre Reed. Reed. It's yeah. the Andre Reed episode, episode 83. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode 83 of the Ain't Hard to Sell podcast, our first one in our new uh, Gotham podcast studio location. Uh, if you're watching, you got to see uh, how it looked. Uh, more episodes coming out soon through this busy month. There's a lot going on with the NBA Finals, NBA Draft, free agency coming up. Um, I know a lot of people want to uh, talk about that. You feel free to uh, send us in some videos and your thoughts around all of that. Continue to subscribe to the podcast. Also, leave a comment. That also helps us. And you can check out the survey in the link to the podcast below and check out our merchandise on T Public and our store link is also uh, in the podcast for you guys to grab some of that. That's it for Brian Fonseca. I'm Dexter Henry. Until next time, y'all. Peace. <laughs>